powered by Sports Interaction, Canada Sportsbook. My audio is off. <laughs> Leafs fans, welcome to the inaugural episode of Game Over Toronto for the 2022-2023 season. My name's Harnish, and obviously I have my constant co-host Armand here with me, and we're thrilled to be back for another full season of Game Over. Uh, last year's playoffs were an absolute blast, and I cannot wait to get into the groove of things this season. But that's all. that's not all, folks. Today, we're introducing two of our newest members to the Game Over Toronto family. Um, chat, say hello to Fouad and Lauren. I'm so excited for you guys to get to know them better throughout this year. Um, so let's start off with a little bit of intro. I'll go first. Uh, oh, yeah. are you going first? You go first. You go ahead. You go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> Starting off strong. Okay, so my name is Lauren. Uh, I live in Etobicoke. I've been a Leafs fan for as long as I can remember. Um, the, my first memory of the Leafs is the 93 debacle. I actually brought it up at Thanksgiving uh, this past weekend, and my father got very upset with me that I'd bring such things up on a holiday. So <laughs> Traumatized. You traumatize, you're re-traumatizing your father. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But so excited to be here, so excited to be a part of the team and to get things going this season. Awesome. Awesome. Well, hey, guys, my name is Fuad. I've been a uh, fan since around 2002. Uh, so just like uh, tonight, we're going to start off with a little bit of heartbreak since uh, that ended with heartbreak and this will begin with heartbreak. It's a full circle, isn't it? Um, it's a flat circle rather. Um, yeah. So I've uh, trying to be trying to get into this industry for a long time. I did Gillette drafted the score back in like 2012. If anybody remembers that I did the much music VJ search and I was on much on demand once RIP much on demand, but <laughs> here we are here. We are for SDPN uh, game over Toronto. Let's, Let's air some grievances, folks. Let's air some grievances. Festivus is coming early, guys. Festivus is coming early. <laughs> you got a lot of problems with this team. And now you're going to hear about it. Yeah, that was a bit of a, <laughs> a weird game to cover for your first one, eh? We what? should just cover the first two periods. You guys, you guys got great. thrown to the wolves dude i was ready for all the memes against andrew i was like all right let's get our fans to bombard the game over montreal chat but no this it had to be this way eh, for the leaves <laughs> honestly that was like probably one of our worst like first games in a quite a few seasons in like a I, while yeah sure. like mm -hmm. we started off strong pretty pretty you know frequently over the past few years but yeah that was uh that was just a mess overall Maybe it's like it's a sign of change. <laughs> well, it's, we'll like, it's like the ghost of Mike Babcock came in there. You, you remember Mike Babcock used to say, "You got you got to start on time. You got to start on time." Where is he now? He is sitting somewhere in Saskatchewan, hunting and laughing at this right now. It's yeah. like, I told you, <laughs> I told you these folks don't let them start on time. I mean, you. they did sort of start on time all, with the they penalties. They started on time. They started <laughs> taking penalties on time, right? Started taking that was good. On time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I was really hopeful. I thought, you know, Matt Murray, like he's the one guy, like I had this irrational hope for Matt Murray. Cause I'm like, you know, he won two cups in Pittsburgh. I'm like, you can't just win two cups and be bad. And I'm, I also think like, he's the same age as me. And like, I'm like, I'm not old yet. So he cannot be washed up yet. So <laughs> that's my logic, pro probably flawed logic. However, yeah. I saw him. I'm like, you know, he's, he looks solid. He looks really good. That first then, period. Yeah. He, he was really good, good in the first solid. period. Lights we'll get into the, uh, We'll get into the game, but first, um, we have we have a great show lined up for you guys. We'll talk about the game. We'll talk about some other topics. But first, let's talk about our sponsor, <laughs> Sports Interaction. Um, Sports Interaction, want to bet? You can do it at Sports Inter Interaction, Canada Sportsbook. Football is back, baseball playoffs, and hockey season is underway. But 
uh, bet pregame live in play or on one of our many prop bets made for Canadians by Canadians. Sports Attraction makes it easy to deposit, play, and cash out. Join now and see all sports betting has to offer. Head to sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. That's sportsinteraction.com slash sdpn. Ontario only, 19 and older, and please play responsibly. Now, we already kind of got into the, the game a little bit, but um, yeah, what, what a whirlwind of a game, right? The, the, the Leafs lose 3-2 against the Habs in the first game of our of our season, right? And uh, a disappointing one uh, in that itself as well, right? We started off the game, honestly, not bad, but Murray was kind of saving us. And um, when he wasn't playing like Superman, uh, we kind of got to see what happens, right? <laughs> he was suddenly yeah. not saving us. Yeah, suddenly not saving us. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I was saying this. I was saying this earlier in the chat. I'm like, how many Leafs goalies have we just burned out? Like, you know, I mean, obviously, <laughs> Freddie Anderson towards the end would burn out, and then you know, Jack Campbell, you know, he had that like on, like Terminator October, and then the rest, he's just like, I, I'm done with you guys. I can't deal with this. Is this like a one game? Did we just burn him out two periods and that's it? I don't know. Yeah, you know, not. it's the, it's just the first game, so I'm not gonna overreact too much. But, but that's what we do. You're like, <laughs> we have to. Yeah. It, it was like he had such a promising start, but then that that uh, I think it was the second Caulfield goal. I think that was, you know, the start of when I noticed him, you know, his high glove. That was a huge weakness for him for pretty much the entire game. But the issue is like we didn't make his life any easier, you know, oh, like man. at all. Our defensive transition was horrible that entire game. The amount of times we turned it over in the offensive zone and we just didn't have any sort of speed to come back to to you know, defend the rush. They had way too many high danger chances and it ended up costing us pretty hardcore. And, you know, even just taking out that last three or four minutes in the third period where it was just chaos. That was just, they out, they outplayed us the entire game. There was no, they tried us even like just, they were hungry for it. And we just weren't today. Apparently not in the third period. Right. Like, yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's. <laughs> I get that they're a younger and faster team, but if that's our weakness and it can be exposed that easily. It's going to be a long season. Yeah, long like, season. you know, we got to that was just a sloppy game overall, you know, especially from our stars. You know, I expected a lot more from them. You know, I like there was a power play in the third period where, you know, they were on for the first minute and we couldn't. String it a was pass. nothing. We, we there was nothing. Anything together. It was we nothing. couldn't hold the zone. We couldn't string a pass. It was just and, the passing. Just the passing. Yeah. Isn't that crazy though? Because in the second and the first, our power play looked looked great. To be honest, it looked like that was one of our strong suits, right? And yeah, Matthew pinged one off the post. Exactly on the power play. Yeah, I was, I was sure. I was sure that was in. I was sure because yeah. <laughs> you've seen it so many times. It just went, and then it was it was not. And I'm like, oh, okay. You know, <laughs> yeah. used to seeing that miss, but it missed. But there was yeah. a lot of near goals tonight for the Leafs for sure. But near yeah, goals are goals. Near yeah, goals are exactly. Yeah, I'm gonna hang on my breakaway right before Caulfield scores his second. Like that, that could have changed the tide completely as well. But yeah, you, that's the way it goes. You know, like if yeah, it's the second brutal. Caulfield goal just took all the steam out of like all of the all the steam out of the room for the Leafs for sure. It was rough, and in the first period. There was a couple plays where it was in the Leafs zone, right at the blue line, and they were up against the boards, and the Habs just kept it in. There was no push yeah. to get it out. It was just, you, they couldn't clear it. They could not get it out of their zone to, tr- to save their life. It was yeah. brutal to watch a couple times. 
how many times have we seen this? Like, I mean, I feel like this, I've seen this same game, like this all the time for the last six, seven years. Like it's been the same since this whole core was put together. Like we have the same conversation about these games where, you know, they're playing, you know, what should be an inferior opponent talent wise, but you know, it's the NHL. There's no easy outs, but you know, how many times have we said, you know, they can't clear the zone. They're getting outshot. They're getting outworked. It's like, you guys have like serious offensive talent. How are you not dominating? How are you not just getting, getting after it and, you know, you know, holding on to the game and dominating the game. I mean, there's no real, there's, there's not a lot of easy outs in the NHL right now. I mean, like you look at the schedule yeah. upcoming, there's a lot of tough teams. Like you got Washington next, you know, yep. you got the suddenly pretty plucky sends. I mean, is this just, a, I mean, is this a case of, you know, them just underestimating an inferior opponent and then they're just going to come out and win five, nothing tomorrow. Probably. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it could be, that's Leafs hockey. The Leafs don't make any sense. <laughs> they yeah. just don't make sense. So. That might be the case. <laughs> you know, yeah. And, you know, like, speaking of, like, you know, the stupid mistake, it shouldn't be coming from guys like Muzzin and Hall, which I think was the worst defensive pairing, you know, for either yeah. team throughout that entire game. Yeah. Um, that, like, those guys are veterans, and Hall could not <laughs> handle the puck. He had three like baubles that were defensive zone turnovers that resulted in chances in the first period alone. And then, yeah. you know, the very last goal that uh, the Habs scored with 18 seconds to go, Muzzin had it on his stick and he had an easy clear and he just passes it directly to him. And right? then he sure. like, yeah. Tape to tape. It was tape tape to tape. tape. Yeah. You know, you're a veteran in this league. You've won a cup. That is never a play you make with 17 seconds to go as a defenseman with an easy clear. He just, Straight to him. What? Where was he going with that pass? Like, why yes. are you even trying to break out there? Just there, get there it was, down. There were some really bad attempted passes that were just. It, I don't know if they were just errant or flippant or a combination yeah. of both, or they just thought that they had a clear a clear path. But there was at least, yeah, like you said, a dozen in the first period between Tavares, Muzzin, Hall. There yeah. was a whole bunch of people that it was like, who are you passing to? Yeah. They have red on their jerseys. Exactly. I know they're blue yeah. and white, but there's red. <laughs> And yeah, that's, a lot of that's, better, right? that's that's not indicative yeah. of a of a playoff team, right? I guess I I understand this is I mean, the first game, game of the season, but come on, man, that was that was disappointing and it was embarrassing. It was embarrassing yeah, to see it. them out. Like we can that. talk we just, it up to just being like game one, which I think is fair to say. Like you know, it's the first game of an eighty-two game season. They have a lot mm-hmm. of you know leeway to figure it out, but at the same time. These are mistakes that you wouldn't expect from, you know, these players. You know, you have the camp is long, you know, the preseason is a long. It's seven games. You should be in game shape game one. Yeah. And it's we played not against really Montreal acceptable. during those preseason games as well. It's not like we're pre- playing a in new the preseason, the halves went winless and we, exactly. we were fine. Like, it's not an issue. Like, what like, happened? <laughs> didn't have, like, a good preseason. Like, they looked fine in preseason. What happened here? And Why also in game one you look like you can't make a simple pass i mean this is not just a this season thing like, like i was saying i mean like the same like that was that taylor swift thing where it's like i've seen this movie before if that's not taylor swift i'm very sorry to everybody who's a fan of taylor swift but you've seen this movie before it's like the exact same thing like i've seen this game a few times like as many times as possible where it was just just you know being out work being outplayed and horrific mistake game over game over Game over Toronto. Hey. Yeah, hey. <laughs> I see what you did there. I'm, I'm in mid-season form. <laughs> yeah, that's... Pro, yeah, hopefully we all there. can Thank follow so along soon. 
Well, I will say like on the positives, I think, uh, you know, there was a few people who I thought had good games like Dennis Mulligan. Dennis Malkin. I am score. Uh, I yeah, thought he phenomenal. had a fantastic game. You know, <laughs> he could have uh, had two on that breakaway too, right? Yeah. Before the Caulfield goal. Close. And he had like, you know, eight eight games, you know, as a leaf in uh two seasons ago, I, I want to say. And then I think everyone kind of wrote him off because he was pointless in that and he didn't look all too good. But you know, keep in mind he was also quite a bit younger. And also I know that he was traded for Mason Marchman, and Marchment went off to have a very good breakout season last year. So everyone's kind of like, what a shit trade. But at the same time, like, don't hold that against Mulligan. You know, I think Mulligan had a great preseason and he had a great first game as well. And he was one of the few that I think consistently was great throughout. And for his size, he was playing physically. Uh, He was taking checks to make good plays and he was, you know, he scored off of a crash to the net. And then he also had a breakaway and hit the post. So, that's the one bright spot. I think other newcomers also had pretty solid games as well. So like Kelly Car- Yarncroke um, and Sandine on the right side, I thought also was a positive. I was not expecting him to be as good as he was. He was one of the few defensemen that I thought actually had a good game. Yeah. yeah. Oh, go ahead. Right. Yeah. So these, these, yeah, I mean, that's one thing that I noticed that, that I was putting down when I thought the game was going our way was, um, you know, the depth pieces, like, you know, first of all, Michael Bunting, fantastic first goal, you know, really crashing the net, really showing he's kind of the muscle behind that superstar line. And then, like you said, Dennis Mulligan, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, that's kind of what separates like the, in this cap league It's what separates, you know, the, the winners and losers is having these depth guys show up. Um, that's been something that's played the Leafs for a long time, you know, going to the playoffs and then the core four kind of get a little stifled and then nobody else can help. So, you know, you get that going and then, you know, if you get and get, you know, those periphery guys going, I mean, the team is like a junior chicken under the cap, over the cap or under the cap rather. So like they are like, they got no room. Yeah. So these guys, like $4, dollars. four bucks <laughs> it might be more than a junior chicken, but junior chicken might be more. Somebody got to check that. For you, but no, you know, you're good with $4 for junior chicken. You're good. <laughs> right, right. So what I'm trying to say is that, you know, you know, you need these guys that are paid peanuts to show up. Yeah. Now, Michael Bunting probably won't be paid peanuts for and that's another Another story for another game over because you got to bring that up game one, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. We're, gonna pick- <laughs> we're talking about next year's contracts. Let's go. That's it. You know what? We're Leafs fans. We have to be paranoid. <laughs> we have to borrow trouble. That's what we have to do. <laughs> borrow trouble from the future. That's what we must do. Yeah, but mm-hmm. for sure, like the the value that we can get from some of those league mint contracts or under one million dollar contracts is is pretty big. And I know, like before, you know, the season, Keith pointed out Godet as one of those guys that could potentially be this year's Michael Bunting. And then Goddard had a horrible preseason and didn't even make the starting lineup. Mm-hmm. And Mulgan is looking more like that guy right now. You know, it's been one game in eight preseason games. So it's not a big sample, but um, a promising start for him. And, uh, you know, you love to see that when he's at a salary of like whatever it was, I think 750 K right now, actually league men. So um, yeah, that, that was the one positive that I had. I thought, Murray looked good in the first period, and then that positive went crashing down <laughs> as the game went on. Yeah, yeah but so. we can't we can't put we can't blame uh I guess like Murray too too much on that, right? Like we like we mentioned, right? He didn't have any help up front. Um, but honestly, this is a really good position for the Leafs to be in right now because Samsonov looked great uh in the preseason as in well. Preseason so having well, yeah. some kind of competition 
in uh in net is always a positive especially if we look at last season right where i would like the competition <laughs> to be when they're playing well though <laughs> I don't want yeah. because murray's not is playing exactly best. but you are but... less bad <laughs> but he did have a uh, he was a positive for like the first two periods right yeah so he had a really steady first period yeah exactly i still see a lot of positive in there yeah and yeah and goaltending is like weird you know it's very hard to predict murray on it like last year we didn't have good goaltending for every month other than november and we were still winning games Mm -hmm. you know uh i think this leafs team has managed to win with bad goaltending before and i don't think it can really be that much worse you know outside of november and the playoffs where campbell act performed perfectly fine but we had like under 900 gold ending for the rest of the season pretty much which is i expect better from murray like i don't think he's going to be an under 900 goaltender and i don't expect sam sonoff to be an under 900 goaltender either so yeah i league think average, baby league average just yeah give us like, average. get us get us league average and we can work around that you know C's i'm not get degrees that's what we need <laughs> tenders, okay? yeah C's get degrees that's yeah all we like need. i'm not too worried about this lease team just from this first game no uh but it was just way too chaotic from a team that should have everything figured out by now I, you know i hope yeah. they get bag skated tomorrow yeah exactly that's the thing and you know they're playing tomorrow so it's, it's gonna be a situation where like, maybe not then so like, like that half friday to be- friday bag skate you know? um <laughs> it's uh i don't think it's time that everyone's you know i don't think it's time to start like hashtagging trade people yet but uh it's definitely not a promising first game when uh when it looked like that it, even when we were winning, I wasn't confident at all. They just looked sloppy. It was really sloppy. I think that was just the name of the game, though. Just the sloppiness, right? Like, it didn't yeah. seem like they were getting outplayed or anything. It just seemed like they were just giving away stupid pucks. They were they were just not collecting it correctly. And these are things that they can fix. These aren't things that require them to, to go straight back to the drawing board. It's honestly yeah. just, like, drilling them yeah. until they get it in their head, right? It's more of yeah. a uh, an effort thing than anything else. Yeah. And like, you know, another point to that, that, uh, you know, supports that is the penalties that we were getting ozone to start off and then neutral zone for the next one. There that were both like interference. The Leafs five? I, I have no idea. I think six. four or five, I yeah. think. Oh, it was a lot. Like oh, yeah, it was a lot. There was three in the first period. Yeah, right? three, in, three in the first period. And, and then all one of them and one were pretty think... egregious. Like they weren't yeah. egregious to the point. Definitely like, penalties. But definitely at penalties, one point but... I was like, okay. Yeah. Hey, the refs um, are setting it, the precedent only to uh, throw it out the window when it actually playoffs, matters yeah. again. <laughs> are you guys saying they should even the game out? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, no, no. Three and three, you know, gotta get Montreal some penalties, leave some penalties, you know, keep it even, you know? Like yeah. I was saying, now, get Tim Peel back. Let's do it. Let's, get back Let's not. Let's not. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like the penalties that we were taking were just a bit lazy i would say mm-hmm. they were getting in the way of people who have you beat like the giordano penalty in the, the very first one where he kind of just didn't have the speed to get back and just cut off the guy and it's like mm-hmm. you know it, like we said early season the refs are going to call that you know this is when they decide that they're going to be strict and then they'll lose that later on but <laughs> uh yeah you just can't you can't be making those mistakes they're very dumb mistakes that we were making from that, that were being made from veterans in the in the league yeah i do right. want to see that the pk did look fairly decent yeah in the first it did. period mm-hmm. like I, really I was pleasantly surprised even with the amount of penalties that they were getting there was like 
the penalty kill itself was fairly good. Zach Aston yeah. Reese and Mulligan were both like right being super aggressive with the, the D man at the blue line and everything, which yep. was great. And I really liked uh I really liked Yarn Croak on on the penalty kill as well. All the new guys on the PK looked fantastic. They were getting up in people's grills. They weren't just doing the, you know, the L1 L1 stick swing. <laughs> like they're actually like going up in their faces, right? Like that's what you need. This isn't threatening. What is this? To be fair, I, when I played NHL, I used to just all, all, the only way I would play defense is check, check, yeah. check. So that, that's yeah. the just way throw I play bodies. Defense, that's it. That's it. I mean, that's I, how use the, I, I use the L1 and R1 all the time. Oh, me that. too. I love that move. Like oh, yeah. when Sandine took his penalty when uh and he just like dove. Yeah, right the guy in he was doing that, the Brody slide. That's my move. Yeah, that's my yeah. move right there. Just dive right into their skates and take. Munden did that move too. It's like he taught the guys over the summer to be like, "Hey, <laughs> let's all learn this together." Because Brody is the king of the full yeah. body backwards slide. Like he's so good at it. Yeah, it seems he like he's taught everybody else how to do it, which I'm totally fine with. Yeah, but you think you know if if. If they if this penalty kill can be good, if like if you have a good unit here, then they it'll actually allow them to play more aggressively. That they can actually, you know, get in the corners and you know be a little bit more risky and, and you know just show a bit more a little more fight, a little more sandpaper, a little more truculence, as they say. Yeah. Um, so that might help, you know, if you have a good penalty kill you can lean back on, you know, solid goaltending, you can have more bravado with that way, more. More truculence, as Brian Burke would say. Yeah. Well, and one yeah. of the things about the PK last year was that they had Mikheyev on the PK, who is super great. Like, great. congratulations, Vancouver, for getting that guy. He's so useful. Um, his shot is a, you know, it's a dice roll, but that's fine. Uh, but he had a great, he was great at getting behind the other team on the PK and going up the ice, almost like Kasperi Kapanen. Now yeah. he, he got more goals than Kasperi Kapanen doing that. But <laughs> if oh, yeah. we can have a guy on either of the PKs that can have that break, that burst of speed and get out behind the Montreal defender on the PK, you know, we could be one of the tops, you know, shorthanded goal scoring teams in the league again, which we were a couple years ago. Right. Yeah. And to add to that, like speed was an issue this game. Uh, we often did the, and we did this last year as well. We did like a four deep uh, in the offensive zone. So the defenseman kind of goes deeper and then you're supposed to have a forward cut, cut up and, you know, cover Let's the defenseman. Back. Yeah. But we never had, uh, we got caught quite a bit with four demon deep or four players deep. And then we just didn't have any sort of speed to get back in Mikheyev. It's an example of a guy who always got back every time offensive zone every turnover, time. whatever it was, he got back and not with the puck without yeah. the puck, without with the, the puck. puck, it was slower, but yeah. without the puck, it was a machine. It was awesome. Yeah, exactly. And like losing that, uh, we need to have some, cause I don't, I don't know what it is, but our defensemen are just slow. Like even Riley, who's, you know, someone who's really good on the rush, isn't the fastest straight line speed guy, you know? And Brody's always back, so I never have to worry about him. But Muzzin and Hall, both are fairly slow. Uh, Giordano is obviously slow. He's like 50 years old. And then yeah. you have Sandine. And so you, you have like two guys who, you know, can back check well when it's an offensive zone turnover, right? Yeah, you hope Lilligroom be that guy, you know, um, to yeah, that's slot in say. for Justin Hall, you know, to just yeah. give a bit more, a little bit more speed, a little more youth on that back end. Yeah, but, for uh, sure. Lilligroom can mitigate that. But it was like very evident, and it, it's it's weird because we just couldn't. I, I I thought this was a bad game for Keith as well because we could not adapt on the fly to the Montreal system mm-hmm. because we just kept on turning it over, and they just kept on getting the same type of chances, like that rush chance, the two on ones, 
Oh, you know, just it was a parade. It was a parade. Yeah. There was a was couple a three on ones as well. Like, yeah, yeah. Even though last... he did some line mixing, it was just like it was yeah. just everybody was, like was just like there was just feathers in the air. It was just chaos. Yeah, I thought it was three on three over time. Like, did they change? The <laughs> it was like, did they... I was almost excited. I'm like, yeah, three on three. Let's do it. You know, but yeah, that's what it felt like. It felt like just ping pong, ping pong back and forth, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like the, the lack of speed is probably the biggest concern for me coming from this game. Cause it's game one. I expect those, um, what's it called? Those, uh, those turnovers and the sloppy passing to yeah. get better over time, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but I don't expect their speed to get better over time. And so if that's getting exposed game one, that's my biggest concern for like personally is just, you know, Montreal is not the only fast team that's young. There's a lot of fast teams that are young. That's sort of the way a lot of teams play now. And uh, if we're getting, yeah. And if we're getting beat on the rush like that so easily, like, especially need, on like, defense, like, yeah. mm-hmm. That's a bit scary to watch, right? Yeah, like the defenseman mm-hmm. is the issue that I have. Like I thought, like our bottom six guys uh, on on forwards, I thought they all actually had individually okay games. Like Yaron Croak, uh, Ob Kubel, um, Zach Aston Reese, Camp. I uh, who else? Engvall. I thought had a pretty good game. Yeah, they all had good games, and so it was just the defenseman that I kept on noticing either fumbling the puck or not being there and having an odd man rush. And it's just like that's we can't do anything if our defensive transition is going to be that poor, you know, mm-hmm. like it's definitely something that I want to see better executed tomorrow. So hopefully it is. <laughs> that's the beauty of the, that's the beauty of the game. There's always tomorrow and that, yeah. there's a game tomorrow. So we could be back on the stream and saying, let's go plan the parade. Everything's good. So that's just hockey for you. So we hope that uh, tomorrow We'll see a better effort. We probably will be because Washington's a better team and the Leafs just don't make a lot of sense that way. So. Yeah, they won't play down <laughs> to their opponent. They're just going to show up. Yeah, they're just going to show up. Are we going to see Samson tomorrow? <laughs> yeah, for I sure. would, I would yeah, so, yeah, I would 100% mm-hmm. bet on Samson's team. team. Yeah. That's going to be interesting to see as well. I think that's going to be... That's going to be key because yeah. w- right now it's kind of a shoe in where uh, Matt Murray was the number one guy, right? So seeing Samsonov have a chance to take over that position, that's going to create a lot of uh, a lot of uh, fun heat in that uh, in that goaltending position, right? So we'll if, see what yeah, flourishes if, out of that. If Samsonov only or Samsonov only lets in like one goal or gets a shutout tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Starting in the next game, you know, takes, we're all takes, we all are takes. all of a sudden like, so what if we put Murray on long term injury reserve? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? All of a sudden, we're like, all of us have our hands in the pot, stirring it. You gotta yeah. call Lou Lamorello back for that. You know, you gotta call him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I think Murray's probably got the starter spot, but it's 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 definitely a short leash. Like, I think they always had mm-hmm. Samsonov there as a potential, you know, one A guy. You know, I think they had faith in him. Uh, and he's young and he can easily find that. So I'm kind of hoping he has a good game tomorrow so that uh, we can create some uh, goalie controversy for us uh, and we can, you know, talk Fire about the hot takes. Scott or, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Cautiously optimistic about tomorrow, right? Cautiously optimistic. Cautiously optimistic. <laughs> It'll be better exactly. tomorrow. It's fine. I mean, I was so hyped with the preseason. We were so, we were looking so good. And then, you know, that's the thing. Never get the winless up high. Montreal Canadiens in preseason come out and they just look. So much better. Yeah. Yeah. The preseason might as well be a volleyball. Might as well be a volleyball tournament. Yeah, I know. It's, 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 <laughs> I know it doesn't mean anything. They look athletic. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Just throw the young guns. Let them have some fun. But speaking yeah. of hot takes, 
um since this is the first episode of the season uh let's do some uh some quick predictions uh i want to see some hot takes and see what you guys think uh think could happen as the season uh as the season goes on who do you think i guess like is going to be our top goal scorer who do you think um is going to make it into the lineup who do you have some eyes on who do you think is going to break out um what do you guys have i'm thinking in my mind i think that matthews is going to hit that uh that 70 goal season okay, i think i you never know bet. listen i don't think that's happening but listen i will say he's gonna it's hit possible. 60 again i and think he's no, gonna okay. hit 60 again last is 60 see like I think last season he, he could have hit seventy it. though. Think about it; those nine games in the in the beginning of the season where he went, I got, yeah, I think he got like one goal. In those he didn't games. score in the first game this yeah. season. Yeah, yeah, yeah but games. game two, that's where he gets <laughs> <laughs> it off. Yeah, no, that's my spicy take for the season. I think he's gonna get seventy goals. That is, I, that, that is very spicy. I don't. That'd be insane. That would be that's one of the three best chili spice for sure. Three chili spice. So I think that would be that would, that would be what hey. the best season goal scoring wise since Solani's like rookie season. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. somebody's got to check that. Maybe maybe not. Maybe a Brett Hall. We have to ask somebody to check that for us. I think Solani. Ask someone asked Steve. No idea. But anyway, that, that would be insane. That would be like easily the best season of the Cap era. So exactly. Uh, <laughs> I I admire the faith in our team. <laughs> My hot take, or not necessarily hot take. My prediction is that the Leafs will win the Atlantic. That's what I'll say. I think it's very doable. Um, <laughs> this game did not inspire much confidence in that thing, <laughs> but but I still believe in it. Standing uh, by, standing by it. I love it. I think I think Boston. You know they lost. I like they don't have Marchant. They had a really good game today though, but they don't have uh, Marchant for a while, and they don't have McAvoy, and they're running with quite a few injuries. So I think that'll um, fall for them. And then I think the Panthers just got worse a little. Over the the summer with the the Huberdeau trade and losing uh, Uyghur for Kachuk, and then I'm just kind of hoping we beat Tampa. But I think it's actually possible that we win the Atlantic for like the first time, you know, and we can actually, you know, be the best in the regular season at least. And then fingers crossed for the playoffs. But that's my hot take. That's my prediction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I- oh. Go ahead, go, ahead, go, ahead. go ahead. This time you go ahead. I said, okay, you. fair enough. Uh, <laughs> my hot take is I think they're going to win the East, not only Ooh. the Atlantic. I think they're going to win the East. I think they're going to win the East. I think it might be, I think it might be the Oilers in the West or the Avs. Um, I also think that there is a, I don't want to say, I don't want to say a percentage, but I think that there Same. is, I think that there is a universe. We gotta, we're here for the spiciness. I think that there's a Throw universe that Boston doesn't make the playoffs. Oh, oh, who do you think would that's go cool. in instead? Don't say the sense. No, I think. <laughs> no, I think it might be Buffalo. Oh, okay. And, and like, think about how much Buffalo gave Toronto the yips last year. They couldn't. They couldn't beat them. It was ridiculous. <laughs> and last year they weren't good, but they weren't as bad as everybody was expecting them to be. Cage Thompson has like decided that he's a star player now. I don't know where that came from, but. It's a thing now, apparently. So yeah, I think I think Toronto's going to win the East, and I think that Boston's not going to make the playoffs. All right, all right, Fouad, yeah. 
Now Please. you got to say that the Leafs are going to win the president's trophy. They'll just one up <laughs> each other every time. I'm, I'm not going to say that because that will mean they will lose in the, in the, in the thing. Um, also, I hope to God we don't see Buffalo in, in the playoffs and making the playoffs and facing us because that will just be torture. To be clear, I don't want history. that. I just no. what's going to happen because that's what I don't want to happen. That's what's going to happen. That's the way we think, you know, anxiety brain, right? Leaf fans, we've been, we have the collective anxiety brain. Okay, so my hot take. Uh, so Cal Dubas is a man without a contract. You know, he's, you know, this is his, his, his year. You know, he's got, you know, he's got some assets in his pocket. He's thinking, I think, I think the Leafs might pull off a big trade. I think this is the year. Uh-huh. Cause he's, do you think they pulled off before like, with one of the core four? No, I think, you know what I think? I think they might go, they might go with Patrick King. Oh, and, uh, and do you think uh, it's for the trade is... deadline? With what money? Retention. <laughs> you know, they'll figure it out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, we we got a we got our AGM for that. We got sounds like, Ilka, sounds like a problem, problem for Brandon Pridham. Sounds yeah, like a problem exactly. for Brandon Pridham. Just yeah, just just fudge the numbers, do some creative creative accounting, and then get get him on there. Now I feel like um there will be there will be a big move at the deadline. I feel like I feel like they're gonna do one of those all in moves. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know, Patrick Kane just is the one that comes to mind. There's always a team that falters. You know, I think there's going to be a big move. I think because Dubas is like, that's it. You know, this is my last year here. You know, go out with a blaze of glory. You go all and, uh, in. And listen, if he gets fired, the, there's there's not 32 GMs better than him. He'll, he'll get a job tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? So I, if I'm in his position, I would do the same thing. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, make sure uh, the fans, make sure you clip it, make sure you send it to us and uh, (laughs) let's see. And hold us accountable on game 82. Yeah, exactly. My 70 goals, I am telling you, it's a guarantee. (laughs) Aggregate it all. Yeah. Matthews will have... Matthews will have 70 from Patrick Kane feeding him as we cruise the East. <laughs> hey. Only the face Buffalo. <laughs> Come at me right now. I want to hear all the hot tip. I want to hear all the smoke. All the smoke. Give me all the smoke. I'm ready for it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's going to do it here for us. Uh, thank you to everyone for watching. Um, this has been a blast. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. And hey, shoot us some tweets. Let us know what your hot takes are for the season. We'd love to hear from you. Um, and make sure you hit the bell icon to get a notification. As we mentioned, we're going to be here live tomorrow, breaking down games. You hopefully goes better than today, but, uh, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. We'll see. Uh, with the Leafs, you can, uh, you can never be sure at this point. (laughs) As always. Exactly. Just shoot it out there. See what happens. (laughs) As always, my name's Harnish. We have Armand, Fouad, and Lauren. Make sure to follow these these two. We love having you guys here. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys soon. Peace.